You're listening to episode 25 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up with personal brand and freedom stylist, Elizabeth Hartke. Each week, Elizabeth brings you the tools you need to create a life of true freedom and fulfillment by scaling and monetizing your personal brand. Get clarity, become a leader in your field and make an impact that pays. Grab your favorite healthy smoothie or beer and let's get to the show. Today's episode is really going to speak to anyone trying to build or grow a business. We are talking all about social selling. So if you've ever felt like you struggle to connect with your ideal client or to convert them, more importantly, this is going to make light bulbs go off for you in a big way. Social selling, it isn't just about the content you put on social media or sending messages to your ideal client. This is taking your sales and your business next level through building the right relationships that will convert using the right tactics and right strategies that are relevant today. And we are talking to the woman known as the business catalyst. Kelly Roach is an expert at helping elite business owners become game changers in their field, helping them have million dollar breakthroughs in their businesses. And today's episode specifically, it's really just so relevant to any stage of the game. Like you can be an entrepreneur who's already killing it in this space or someone brand new who hasn't even gotten out of the gates yet. She is giving us tangible steps we can take starting today. As a former Fortune 500 exec who built and led record-breaking teams in 17 locations across the country, Kelly's programs and consulting encompass these billion-dollar corporate strategies that she learned over the years in her time in the corporate space, and she's combined that with the speed and the agility of the most powerful online strategies of today. Kelly's been featured as an expert on networks like ABC, NBC, Fox, The CW, just to name a few. (laughs) And she's also been featured in some of the world's leading publications like Inc. and Forbes. And she runs her own podcast, Unstoppable Success Radio. But something you will learn about Kelly today is she's a doer. She takes action and she's giving you the action steps that she's personally using and she stands behind. And I know that I will be going back and taking some serious notes because there is so much value here. And make sure you don't miss today's Fromi freebies for my homies. Be sure to check out the show notes of this episode. You can go to elizabethhartke.com forward slash podcast forward slash 025 to snag it. We are summing up so many of Kelly's tips in this takeaway. All right, let's do this. Okay, Kelly, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Welcome to Scaling Up. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I know our audience is going to fall in love with you, and I'm dying to pick your brain with a bunch of questions, but I would love for you to share a little bit more. I briefly told them about you in the intro, but I want them to know more about the real Kelly kind of behind the scenes. I know you were former NFL cheerleader. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So cool. And then you kind um, of got obsessed with health and fitness and then, and now you're running yeah. something of your own. So tell us more about you. How did this whole life of yours unfold as far as your interests and business paths? 
Yeah, definitely. Well, when I moved into my first professional career, I was working for a Fortune 500. And I really had this huge goal of becoming financially free, scaling the corporate ladder. You know, I was the first one in and the last one out every single day. And I was able to really quickly get promoted seven times in eight years and become the youngest senior vice president in the company. And so what that meant for me was I went from being a one-person producer as a salesperson to having a team of 100 people over those eight years as I was scaling up. And I learned so much. I fell in love with business growth strategy, and I love coaching people and helping them to win and succeed. And so those were the things that I got out of it that I loved. What I didn't love, of course, was being on trains and planes and buses and you know staying overnight and being away from you know my then, I guess, my husband 13 years ago was like my boyfriend. Um, but you know, so I, I feel like I, I climbed the mountain really fast. I got to the top of the mountain and I was like, Hmm, not sure if that was the right mountain to climb. Mm -hmm. Um, but I learned a lot along the way. And so from there I was like, okay, how can I take what I love and what I've learned, make a huge impact on the world, make a difference for people, make great money doing it, but not be held prisoner, you know, by the hours or the demands of someone else. And I never was one of those people that was like, I want to be an entrepreneur when I grow up. It was just kind of one of those things where it was like, okay, no one's going to be able to create this for me. I need to go out and create it for myself. And so in 2012, I started coaching small business owners on how to build and grow their businesses. And it's just, the company has just grown and grown, you know, since then. And I have a really strong team and we serve people in countries all around the world. And really what we focus on is teaching them the lasting business principles that help you to succeed combined with the new strategies of today in the online marketing world. So it's really how do you take principles that will stay the same and make you successful for life and combine them with tactics that are tangible, fast acting things that you can use right here, right now to grow quickly. Yeah, I love that. I can totally resonate with the piece of your story of just kind of being in that corporate space and going through the growth of that because that's what I went through too. And then just kind of realizing wait, you know, I thought this was what I wanted. This is what society told me I should want. And now I'm ready to go in a different direction. So I'd love to know a little bit more. You kind of answered one of my questions. I was going to ask you whether you were always had this vision of being an entrepreneur or not. And you kind of, you answered that piece for me, but I would love to talk more about the idea of once you discovered, okay, I want to kind of start this thing on the side. I have this skill set. I've learned so much from, you know, this time in corporate was not in vain. Yeah. Grew a lot from that. What was that progression like? Was this something you were kind of doing on the side while you were working full-time? What did it look like for you? Yeah, definitely. I did. I started on the side and I did that actually for a couple of years. I built almost a million dollar business on the side before I took the leap and and became a full-time entrepreneur. So to me, I'm always a risk adverse person and I worked really hard to become financially free. And I did. And so I wanted to make sure I protected that. And I don't think that's right or wrong, like for anyone, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like each of us have to pave our own path forward in a way that makes sense for us. Some people are like, do or die, burn the boats, you know, kill off any distractions. Other people are like, want to get one thing going while they maintain the other. So I don't think there's a right or wrong, but that was right for me. And there was some huge, huge benefits that came out of that. And the number one being that, even though now I'm running a million dollar plus business, I actually have two companies. 
that are both growing really rapidly in the online space, I've never had to work, you know, a 40 hour work week because I learned how to build and grow my business on my lunch breaks and before work and after work. So that changed everything for me because I never got into that routine of allowing my time to be used on the wrong things that then kind of stole my quality of life. And I feel like that was the most valuable lesson I could have ever learned because you see so many entrepreneurs that are working 24 hours a day and you don't have to work 24 hours a day to be a successful multi-million dollar business owner, but you do know, need to know how to use your time the right way. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And can I pick out a few things that you said that I think really will speak directly into the soul of our listeners? And I hope yeah. that they have their ears open on this one because you talked about yeah. the fact that you built this business, this incredibly successful business on the side in the little pockets of time throughout the day. And so many people get so caught up yeah. in not starting because of that fear of like, oh, well, I have to yes. leave my full-time job to take this massive risk. No. That's not how the world is anymore with the, you know, onslaught of online business opportunities. And I run into it a lot with my upper level clients who, when they get to that place where they finally transition out of that full-time job and their side hustle becomes their full-time gig, they don't know what to do with all that time anymore. They actually Mm -hmm. worked better when they were forced to be efficient and make the right choices because they didn't have a lot of time to waste. So walk us through when you made that choice to break out of the nine to five and breathe full life into this thing being full time and not working in in that corporate space. Yeah. I mean, it's just such a luxury, right? To be able to just like focus on your team and focus on the company and think and have all that extra time, which is awesome. But I think that it's not necessary to, to do that, to get started and have success. And in fact, I find a lot of people, they quit too soon and then they don't have the cash flow to do the right things. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, I can't afford Facebook ads. I can't afford to hire a team member. I can't afford to do this. I can't afford to do that. And it's like, yeah, because you cut off your only cash flow. And you know, to start and build a really successful company, you should be able to float that company for two years. Yes. Period. End of story. Because in order to build it the right way, you can't be making mistakes and making decisions out of desperation and panic. Like I need to close this client. You know, you when you bring that mentality to your business, your results reflect that. And so I, I think it's it's a mindset shift for sure. And I think for me, I even had a little sense of when I started that way, I always felt like I had a little bit of a disadvantage, you know? And then one day I just woke up and I was like, I realized like, oh my God, I'm running a more successful business on the side a couple hours a day than most people do that are working full time. Like, why am I feeling sorry for myself? Why am I like thinking I have a disadvantage? And when I changed that mindset, the business just exploded. And so I think sometimes we don't realize like those subconscious ideas that we have or beliefs, they really impact our results. And so it's like, always important to kind of take stock of that. And I feel like a lot of times as as entrepreneurs, you don't have a ton of quiet time for reflection. But it's really important to create that time because something that you can realize in a moment that's just an insight can have the power to change the entire direction of your business and your life if you give yourself the space to do it. Isn't it amazing? I see that all the time. All these people with just limitless potential and you see them and you could have that belief in them. But whatever whatever you believe to be true is, ultimately we get to decide how things are going to play out in some capacity. And that shift of your mindset probably is 
one of the biggest moments in your career path because you just opened up the door to so much abundance and growth that you would have been bumping your head against that ceiling. And it's funny, you know, talking about that concept of being able to float your business, I always look at your full-time gig when you're running a side hustle that you're passionate about, you're trying to get it to a full-time level and scale it. That's your investor. Like that is what is funding the gig. It's not one or the other, you know? And I love that you talk about that because I think it's so important and people forget that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, what you just said is complete gold and it's so important. And here's the other thing that I really want to drive home for everyone. Cause it doesn't matter if you're an advanced entrepreneur or a new one listening to this. So I have a second company. It's still in like its infancy. It's called give her courage and it's amazing and it's growing quickly, but my investor for give her courage is my coaching company. Yes. And so what you just said is so important because as an entrepreneur, as you build and grow and scale, you will want to start other passion projects, new businesses, new ventures. You'll end up having three, four, five, six companies at the end of the day if you truly become a successful entrepreneur at some point. So learning that skill of how to have one thing and then be able to you know, fund that other thing is so critical. And the sooner you learn it, the more power that you have to scale and the more power that you have to have an insurance policy, right? Like for me, I always believe in having an insurance policy. And to me, having a second stream of income outside of one business with another, that's like the ultimate income stream, you know, that can be your insurance policy. Yes. And there are so many parallels in our journey that, I mean, so many, you could switch us out our names and it it would be, I didn't realize how many things were so similar. Like once you get out of the corporate career, using your established business to fund the next one. And that's kind of where I'm at right now too. And it's so cool hearing your journey and just being like, wow, I'm, you know, I'm not alone in this. And there are so many other people out there going through that too. And to kind of speak to those people who are maybe newer in the entrepreneurial space and they're excited about the prospect of it, but they haven't quite left the starting gate. You've been featured in a lot of different publications and TV networks. And I think what a lot of people might do if they see you and your successes, because I see this when we look at different people that are in different spotlights, it's easy for us to say something like, oh, they caught a lucky break, or they have something that I don't have, or this happened overnight, or they went viral, or whatever the thing is to kind of take the pressure off of me for not getting there yet. But what's the truth behind that? Because I know, having gone through similar processes, this didn't happen overnight for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, I'll tell you the thing that I say on every single podcast, and I think it's so important for people to hear. I failed at every single thing that I'm doing now successfully (laughs) so many times before I got to where I am. I got so many no's, so many rejections, so many failed launches. People will say, can you dial the clock back and think of a recent failure? I'm like, think of a recent failure. I'm like, how long do we have? Right. Right. But to me, my most important learning as an entrepreneur is that making failure a part of your learning process and understanding how to extract the learnings from that is your most important advantage in the market. Because the faster you fail and the more quickly you can extrapolate the data from that and the the insights and the understanding, the faster you can move and the more profitable your business is going to become. So I went from when I started as an entrepreneur, like, really working to like protect myself from failure and like never fail and like trying to play safe so that I wouldn't fail 
to now I am like testing all the time. And I don't even look at it as failure anymore. Like I'm just like, all right, team, we're going to try this out today. We're going to try this out. And it allows you to move so much faster and have so much more freedom and creativity and fun in your business when you let go of that like ego that we tie to failure, you know? Yes, absolutely. And you, you learn so like failure has been my greatest teacher and I, I'm sure you could speak to that too. And it's just, yeah. yeah, it's such a good mindset to have on it. Failure is not a bad thing when you're trying to grow exactly. businesses. So yeah. I want to get to the topic of the day because I feel like you're, you know, an expert in this and I know that it will really speak to a lot of people. And yeah. I believe that today's topic in social selling is one of the most powerful business strategies that exists, but it's also underutilized and done incorrectly a lot of the time. So can you speak to what's social selling? Why is it such a powerhouse in the world of, you know, online business or all businesses? Talk to us about that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Well, you know, obviously, the the world has changed so fast in the last couple of years, you know, it's like you take a breath and, and everything has changed. But I think more than anything, the more that social media has become a part of our lives, the less connected that people feel. And people are really craving a sense of connection, community, humanity, engagement, right? And so this massive opportunity has presented itself for online entrepreneurs to take the thing that is our free broadcasting tool to the world and to use it in such a way that you create all of those elements of what people feel is missing in their lives and to use that as an opportunity to build these massive engaged audiences that are ready, willing, and able to buy anything that you offer because of the value that you offer for them day in and day out. And so to me, social selling is showing up consistently in the world, teaching, serving, and adding value in a meaningful way so that when you're on the field and you decide it's time to bring your product, your program, your service to the world, all those people that there is just this massive sense of reciprocity with because of what you've just done for them, like can't wait to work with you. And so social selling is just leveraging the platforms in a smart way, utilizing live streaming, utilizing stories, utilizing video and audio and pictures to connect, you know, with people in a meaningful way. And what I love that's happening right now is more and more people are kind of we're moving out of the phase of the filtered perfection and we're moving into a phase of the raw unedited. So this next like 12 month period for online entrepreneurs is going to be like literally the best of both worlds. I have complete goosebumps talking about this. It's the best of both worlds in every possible way because you have all of these tools for free in the palm of your hand with your phone that allow you to broadcast your message to the world, connect in a meaningful way, make sales from your home, right? But we're also moving into this stage where people no longer want the perfection, the editing, you know, the pre-recorded. They want raw, real now. And so that's just this amazing opportunity to simplify to simplify your business in so many ways, which anytime you simplify just about anything in business or life, you get better results. So I am personally more excited than I've ever been about what's happening in the online world. And hopefully everybody listening to the show today after hearing this and thinking about what we're talking about here feels the same way. Yeah, I know I do. I'm in the same celebration boat with you because it's going to separate the oh, yeah. truly successful from the ones that have been kind of yeah. riding the wave because- yep. It's eliminating our excuse to 
not do things. Like, yes, we just have to pick yes. up the phone, no makeup on, no like yep. cares about us and just do just produce. Yep. And you used a word before that, you know, I'm constantly driving home is value. Just that yes. is our mission. Just like if you leave lead with that servant's heart, yes. the end result it's is going to be so positive. So that I love it's everything. Yeah, I, I so agree. We are like, yeah. <laughs> I know. We need to do this again yeah. over a glass of wine. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Then, so, then you guys will get the real dirt. <laughs> yes. That's going to be the raw we'll deep unedited. Deep. That'll be the deep dive. Yes. Yes, exactly. I love it. So speaking to someone who maybe doesn't have like a big business yet and mm-hmm. this concept of social selling, maybe they don't even have something off the ground yet. What are some strategies or ways that they can use this concept or this principle or these tactics that will help them get this off the ground. Like maybe they, yeah. you know, they have their big idea, but it's like, okay, now I have to start doing, what are some ways that they can kind of embrace social selling? It is the fastest, easiest way to get off the ground. So, I mean, literally I say to people all the time, like my God, to be starting a business today, you're so freaking lucky. Like, I can't believe what we've been able to do with give her courage in terms of audience building in such a short time that I never could have done with my coaching company. Because when I started my coaching company in 2012, these tools weren't available. Mm -hmm. So if you're just getting started, like you, you just have to know and trust from people that have been in it and are doing it that like, to be starting having these tools, it's unbelievable. I mean, you dial the clock back even just a couple of years, people were going in studios and spending eighty, a hundred thousand dollars to pre-record videos and edit things for webinars and for infomercials and live streams. The thing is, and you've mentioned it many times already just in this conversation, it's it's not making excuses not to take action, right? Because if you're just getting started, the way to get started is to get started. Like there's no skipping over the getting started, right? So start going live each week, start teaching what you know, start sharing on your feed, you know, inspire people, educate people, give simple tips, be a real raw human being. And that's how your audience is going to start to build. Yes. Yep. Spot on, spot on. So what are some of the big mistakes you see entrepreneurs making in this space? Like they think they're doing this and they think they're like, okay, yeah, I'm embracing this, but what are some of the things that they're doing wrong? Well, I think over automation, I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people are spending a ton of time and a ton of money and a ton of bandwidth on automation that doesn't work. So, you know, I would say there really are no shortcuts to entrepreneurial success. Automation has a place for refining systems for efficiency and for taking something that's already working and making it even more effective, amplifying it. But automation is not to replace doing the work to build your company, right? So yeah, so that's a big one. The other one is, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that have been sold this idea that you can build a successful business without ever selling or marketing or that you don't need to really dialogue with clients or customers or, you know, get in the game of, you know, really selling your product or program. And with live streaming now and with a lot of the new launch models, there's a lot less of that needed now than maybe in the past, but you're never going to build a successful company or a sustainable organization without an extreme level of intensity around sales and marketing. So I would say if it's not something that you're familiar with or that you're comfortable with, that should be one of the number one things to focus on getting mentoring and support and training. With. Yeah. I totally agree. And and I feel like when you bring in the people who 
have done this before you, they're five, 10, 20 steps ahead of you, you're decreasing your learning time. You're saving yourself. You might be spending a little money to invest in that support, but you're saving an ungodly amount of money like that I've wasted back years ago when I started this. And the nice thing, just like we talked about how everything's at your fingertips now, if you don't have the money to invest in that in the beginning, you can have mentors that don't even know you exist. You know, we can be following the right people and watching and learning yeah. from their lead and just remaining coachable in that area yeah. and we can grow so quickly. So I think that that's a really good point. So I know people always ask who in your life, it can be personal, it can be like we talked about from a distance, who are the people that have inspired you along the journey and like just really stick out in your mind when you hear that question, like they pop right into your head. Yeah. Well, my I was very lucky. So my first manager in my Fortune 500 became my manager and then my coach and then my mentor and is now a very good friend of mine. And he was really surprisingly the first person who came to me and said, what are you doing? He was like, you belong on television. Like you're a star, like go do something huge with your life. He was like, you can stay as long as you want to stay, as long as the results are here, (laughs) but you got to do something more. And having someone that believes in you, that encourages you like that, that has seen your talent and sees you further along than you are and encourages you to go there, even though it was to his detriment, not to his benefit to do that. Like that was huge for me. What a gift. What an incredible gift because most people wouldn't do that if it wouldn't personally benefit them. Right. And now you have that opportunity to go be that in other people's lives. Absolutely. I can think of so many moments where I may have quit or I may have felt less than and not pushed through that failure. But having someone to tell me, oh, no, 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 you're made for this. Like you go do this thing it made all the difference. So yeah, Yeah. that's incredible. For sure. People like tactics, right? Like they want some strategy. So like, what are a couple quick tactics in this space? I know you mentioned, like, for example, you mentioned live streaming, things like that. Rattle off a couple of things that someone can do today if they wanted to. Well, yeah. I mean, just getting consistent with live streaming and stories. I mean, it sounds so simple, but people aren't consistent. They're not consistent and they don't want to be consistent. You know, I show up every single Tuesday in my Facebook group and I do a training there. And so I play hard on the off season so that when I'm in season and I'm in a launch, people show up and they spend money with me. So I would say the thing that you can do as soon as you get done listening to the podcast today is go add value for your audience. It sounds simple, but the simple execution of the basics well and consistently is what 99% of entrepreneurs are missing. They're chasing, 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 always starting something new, never following through. And so they never gain gain momentum. They never gain leverage. And so they're never able to scale. So I would say, go deliver for your audience. Do a five-day challenge. Use the live streaming platform that's available to you to launch your product, launch your program, right? Get it out there in the world. Webinars still work really, really well. So that's another option. Even doing sales live streams where you literally promote it like it's a webinar. You run it in a webinar format, but you don't even have to take the time to do all the crazy slides or any of that stuff. You just do a webinar, you on camera. I mean, there's a lot of simple ways to use these tools to make an unbelievable difference in your income. Yeah, that's great. I love that. And resources, what books, podcasts, uh, seminars, events, you know, that have you, courses, have you done that, you know, if you had to like give them your stamp of approval that people yeah. really appreciate. What are some that stick out to you? 
Yeah, there's a lot that I would not give my stamp of approval to. I'll tell you that much, mm-hmm. quite a lot. And I've invested in many. But when I started my business, I actually signed up for the Elevate program with Allie Brown. That was the first coaching program I ever signed up for. And I ended up doing that for like two to three years. It was phenomenal. She doesn't run it anymore. Now she runs something called a premier group that is all multi-million dollar business owners from like two to, you know, 20 million. And I'm a part of that. That's actually where I'm I'm here right now. I know. Um, That's awesome. So yes, she's someone that has always been a pioneer in her space and has always had the long view. And to me, that's like what I most admire in people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Play the long game. It's just, people are really short-sighted and they focus on today and what feels good right now versus like, where do I want to be in five years, 10 years? So I so appreciate you taking time out of your your busy schedule and I know you're at a conference right now. I'm no, I'm no problem. I love it. I'm filming from my closet. You're filming from the hallway. <laughs> yeah. This is like it's a match made in heaven. <laughs> it is. It's a testament to the just do it. You know, just get exactly. It yeah. Love it. That's right. That's well, right. Kelly, you're awesome. Can you tell our listeners where they can come find you and and get to know you better? Yes. Well, um, as I mentioned already, the Tribe of Unstoppables is my free Facebook group. I do live trainings there every single week. And we're just obsessed with adding value for people. I mean, we just love adding value, making a difference, giving a place for entrepreneurs to come together to get what they need. So you can find me there or Unstoppable Success Radio. So my podcast, every week we release new episodes focused on helping entrepreneurs understand the strategies that are really working today to help them grow faster and achieve their goals. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time. You're great. I know our audience is just gonna, if they don't know you already, they're going to love you. And I really appreciate you. So thanks for shining your light into the world. We need more people like you. Oh, you're amazing. Thank you so much. This is such a good conversation and we will have to do it again over the wine. Uh, Yes, please. Definitely. Okay, Kelly. Thank you. Bye. So much value here today. I can't get over how much I connected with both Kelly's story and her message, but also I just love the action steps. Like I love coming out of any podcast feeling like, okay, I know what to go do to make an impact. And I feel like that's what today was all about. So can you do me a favor? I have this dream of getting episodes like this, the kind that could change the course of someone's future into more hands. And if you like today's show, can you just take a screenshot of it and share it on social media and tag me? Because what I want to do is give you some love. I want to share your screenshots and get you in front of more people so that you can get your message out into the world. And if you like what you heard here today, will you take a minute and go write an iTunes review? It's tough for me to ask for something like that, but there's a reason behind my request. The more feedback we get, the more we can give you what you're looking for. The more we know if we're on the right track and giving you what you need. So if you could take a minute, just go write a review on iTunes and I'd be so grateful. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen with us today. See you next week.